And welcome, everybody. It's Saturday morning at 11 a.m. You know what time it is. It's time for the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. I've been one for over 30 years. I can almost say almost over 30 years. Uh, It's just 30 years, just like you. Pushing the envelope. I think you started in October. Well, you know, it's interesting because I did my first reading in September of 1990. Oh, well, I had already been doing my stuff before then. Oh, well. (laughs) By the way, that's my wonderful co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. It's great to have you here, as always. Well, it's always fun to be here, especially on a great sunny day like today with no traffic. No traffic and sunny. You can't. I ask thought for more if there is ever a perfect time for them to be doing the work on the freeway, this would be it. Yes, except they were doing <laughs> it out in front of the building, like doing yeah. the thing with the swabbing the the parking swabbing lot. the deck. Swabbing the deck. That's what it <laughs> reminded me of. What are you doing on the ships? You know, it was kind of weird. Anyway, so today on the show we've got this is the beginning of the month, so we have the astro news of the month coming up. And also we have our Astro Celebrity of the Week, who is <laughs> yeah, Ellen DeGeneres. DeGeneres. Right. That was your suggestion. It was a good one, too. Well, there's a lot going on with her. So. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So we'll be talking about that. And also we have our usual blurbs and our guest, who is fabulous. He's on every now and then, and he's always doing something unique and different. His name is Tony White, and he is a well-known animator as well as an astrologer, an interesting combination of those two. But he has done, by the way, did you know that he did the animation for the Pink Panther movie? Yeah, I did, because I know him. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I wasn't sure how well you knew him. But well, he, I know him well enough to know that part. Yep, yep, and it's such a good thing. And he know. is delightful, and he's from England. He's from England, and he's fabulous. So and he does talk with little accent. Yes, he does. It's life. It's delightful. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> yeah. I get a kick out of listening uh, to him. I do, too. And so he's even won a BAFTA award. Did you know that? I didn't know that part. But yeah, that's the Academy, that's British Academy Award, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's 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 very well known in his field, and he does work that's fantastic. And he started a new project just recently, so we're going to ask him about that, see what's going on. And uh, everything else that he does, too. So, okay, we're going to take a really quick break right now. And when we get back, we're going to do the Astro News of the Month. This is the Jupiter Rising Show. Whoops, hello. This is Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show. And right now, we're going to do the, oops, I'm sorry, we're going to do the Astro News of the Month. It's the only time of the month we get to hear that, but it's cool. I love it. 
Okay, so let's talk about which things are going on this month and what could be exacerbating what we're already going through. Well, there's one that is kind of, but we'll talk about that here in a second. So uh, Venus is going to go into Gemini. Put that on there for your benefit. Oh, that was sweet. <laughs> Venus in Gemini, and I can't even go to a casino to play. I know. You'd be <laughs> mobbed by all these women and well, anybody it, else. It makes it, Venus in Gemini, makes, it's very good luck for me. You'll for sure, being a double Gemini yourself. It is. It yeah. just works. Yep, exactly. So that's cool. And that's actually happening today. I know. Maybe it have already happened. I don't know. Well, this is kind of an interesting day today. There is a meditation going to be happening this evening. Oh, yeah. Worldwide. Yeah. Because of the setup that's going on, you have a um, is it, conjunction what? as far as with Pluto and Jupiter. Jupiter. Right. And so this is going to change things for a lot of things in the it's, world. It's at 7 o'clock tonight? I believe that's about where it was. Okay, that's what I had heard. Mary Beckman's been talking about it. Yes. Okay, so good. I'm going to mark that down, make sure I do whatever I have to do, or just sit there and meditate. And then on the 7th at 2.51 in the morning, we have the full moon in Libra. Okay, full moon in Libra, Libra Aries. So, okay, and it's at 18 Aries. Right. Which is on my Jupiter. Oh, well, isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. Right, the midheaven, too. So Nice. That, yeah, it could be interesting. So I think have, that could be very magical. Yeah, it'd be really nice. We're in the middle of that week of darkness. We'll have to talk because about that Because that here. full moon is all about success coming around you big time. Well, I hope so. Yeah. So that's a real plus. Yeah. I was born on a full moon, too, so. And we just went through that Jupiter-Venus uh, trine on the 27th. So okay. that's kind of an interesting thing, too, mm-hmm. considering that everything got signed as far as right after there, as far as for the oh, right. bailout. Right, exactly. Oh, that makes, makes sense. makes sense for that to come into play yeah. there. And I'm actually going to get some of the benefits of that. That 1200 bucks is coming my way. Good for you. Yeah, we like that. Okay, and then on the 23rd or 24th 20th, of April. Well, let's, the 21st is the new moon. Okay, so we'll stick that in there before you get to your 23rd there with okay. your... Okay, at 3 Taurus, Scorpio, or 3 Taurus, Scorpio, Taurus, Taurus. <laughs> I have these reversed, so I'm a little confused here. Okay, so that's happening, and that's going to be right on Uranus. Isn't that going to be interesting mm-hmm. what comes out? It's going to be a real interesting month, folks, so just get ready to watch the show. Watch the show, exactly. Don't get, don't get wrapped up in all of the confusion. Just sit back and watch just it. Just watch it on TV it's or like watch it It's like watching a mystery. Yeah. It's all unfolding so you can see everything clearly. That's right. And then Mercury goes into Taurus on the 28th. So right. I think that's where your Mercury is. So that would be interesting for you. Well, it is there, but it's very late in Taurus. Okay. I'm at 23 degrees. So. Well, okay. Oh, all right. So, all right. And then finally, our, our our highlight of the month, which is Pluto going stationary retrograde on 424. Now, that's going to be interesting because, like, right in the middle of all this stuff that's going on on the planet, and you have this coming up. And actually, we've talked a little bit about stationary planets here on the show. And the thing about that is, is that when a planet goes stationary, it's starting to slow down in the sky when it's actually going to turn direct or turn stationary it stops apparently in the sky for well for with Pluto it's going to be several days worth 
then it goes back the other way. But it's starting to slow down now, and we're starting to see things that are happening with that. So, yes. This is just going to be an interesting month. There's yeah, no question about it. it. Yeah, Pluto. It, it, There's a Sun-Jupiter square that happens on Wednesday, April 15th. Okay. Which All right. can make everyone turn around and look yeah. twice. Right. But that may be right about the same time that the stimulus thing comes out to people. Okay. Yes, that's true. It's supposed to be out right around the 14th. So. So. Okay. All right. Interesting so. stuff with how it's going to play out. Interesting stuff this week, uh, month. Yes. And now we're going to do the next one, which is the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay. Um, this is a very quick Astro Celebrity, but we're going to do it anyway. This is of Ellen DeGeneres. And Ellen DeGeneres' birthday is... January 26, 1958, 8.43 a.m. in Metairie, Louisiana. And so she, and of course, I looked, the first thing I looked up were her stationary planets. She has a Neptune stationary retrograde. just eight days before her birth, but it's within one minute. The stationary point when it's stationary, stationing is one minute away from her Neptune. So it's right there. So anyway, so what do, you, what do we have to say about her? Well, with the fact that that's stationary and it is squaring her sun, mm-hmm. uh, it can it makes sense why there's so much talk about her being ruthless with people. Yeah, along with the Aries moon. Yeah. Yeah. Because she... And Saturn, Mars. She is pretty full of herself at times. Yes, yeah, she, she is. And I would say the uh, Saturn, Mars is never easy, someone easy to get along with. Just isn't, you know, because they're they're very methodical in the direction they're going to take, and they're going to take it whatever ta- whatever it takes to do. You're going to do it. If anybody gets in the way of that, could be really, really kind of awful. And Mercury and Capricorn, she's got a lot of control issues. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No question about that. Yeah, I mean, she has a Venus Neptune Venus Sun conjunction, which is kind of a benefit. But then there's other things in her chart that kind of, you know counteract that we're not trying to you know say that she's bad or awful she's got things she's got to go through to work through and right now uranus is triggering so much stuff in her chart that it's (laughs) off the hook yeah right on her sun practically it's really Uh, close opposite to her stationary neptune right right squaring her uranus yeah and who knows she may not have a tv show yeah. I mean, that's what those squares would mean as far as that Uranus being played with. Yeah, that's true. And she can't she can't do her show in a studio. She has to be by herself at home. Pretty much everybody's doing that these days. Yeah. You know, and, and she definitely is one who likes the applause and the attention. Oh, why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Mm. Yes, of course. But yeah. the one that kind of intrigues me is the fact that she has that Pisces rising. Yeah, I was she, surprised by that. She does have a thing about music. Yes, she does. And you see a lot of Pisces as far as in the music world, big yeah. time. Yeah. They she just, always dances on her show with, with her guests. Show? Well, yeah. she was also a guest judge on... American Idol quite yes, a few that's times true. there. That's right, yeah. So the Piscean part of herself is pretty live, obviously. Even though she did uh, tick off Justin Timberlake when she <laughs> did the <laughs> recording of his song and changed all the words. <laughs> he was not happy. 
Well, you know, she's an Aquarius. What do we want? And you she know? didn't even know that she'd changed the word. She uh. thought that's what she heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really is Pisces, isn't it? Oh, oh I thought that was so gosh. funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, she goes, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know, know the word was different. I my, thought that's what it was supposed to that be. That was my perception of you. <laughs> How come it's not real? Uh, uh, was, well. I thought it was kind of cute. That is cute, actually. <laughs> funny. That's really funny. Okay. So, anyway, anything else about she's her? She's a pretty interesting character. Yeah, she really is. I yeah. think, though, that she's got a lot going on. She does have the uh, Pluto... Jupiter squaring that moon right now, too. Right, right, yeah. So, you know, it could be almost anything, you know. That, yeah. So this month will be one to watch for just about everybody, I think. And the fact that Saturn itself is popped into Aquarius and coming to her son. Yeah. That's quite a handful in itself. Yeah, it is, along with Uranus squaring it. So it's going to be a push-me-pull-you effect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I gotta stop, gotta slow down. I was like, no, I wanna break out of that. No, I gotta slow down. No, I gotta break out. It's gonna be kind of a, you know, it's gonna be two parts of her inner self being activated. Venus going through the third house, she might get sweeter as far as what she has to say. Well, she that could be a that could be a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Okay. Anyway, we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to bring on Mr. Tony Waite. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Probst, our aromatherapist. At this point, you probably heard me say these words over and over again, but... You probably have heard of essential oils, and are you confused about it, overwhelmed, not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. Now, more than ever, we need to be focused on boosting our immune system. Angela has the right tools to help, and she's teaching weekly classes via Zoom, which is cool. So if you want more information and you want to talk to Angela, give her a call at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to MattSheaBooks.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, April 5th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll check on Seattle Dogs Homeless Program, chat with the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga, plus we'll welcome back animal advocate Aline Fortgang. She's got lots to share with us about the Seattle Aquarium, their future exhibit plans, and what she needs our help with. Hope you can join us for Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150kknw. And welcome back to Jupiter Rising Show. And right now, right here, we got him right here on this show. It is Mr. Tony White, our fabulous guest. Hello, Tony. Hello, Eileen. Hello, Doug. <laughs> Hello there. It's so good to hear from you. I'm trying to use my best English accent. I can hear it, too. It's delightful, I must say. <laughs> the proper way to speak those words. That's right. I know. You do. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh, my, my daughters and granddaughters in England 
and grandson. Yes, got one of those now. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. They all think I speak American, but we know I don't. Oh, so. my goodness. No. <laughs> no. You're so far from American. Yeah. I know. Yeah, way off. <laughs> way and, uh, and, and it's really weird because I don't speak. This, this, I think there's a little astrological thing here because I'm a multiple Virgo. Yes. And I adapt. I adapt really quickly. So when I was um, where I was born is a very East London accent, and they all talk like that, don't they? Yeah, okay. And I never, ever did that because I was always associating with people who spoke like I'm speaking now. Now, right. I didn't put it on. I just adapted. And if I go to a different region, I start adapting to that region's accent so they can hear me better. It's okay. a total Virgo thing. Yes. I want to communicate very well. I want to be precise and everything. And if they don't understand the words I'm saying, then... But it didn't work here, unfortunately, because I don't have an American accent. No. <laughs> so well, I don't know where that went from. That's true. And being a Virgo, I mean, there would have been a, a part of you that would have to act proper. <laughs> uh, and use the highest sort of level of accent you could, you know, to sound. That's why he stayed away from that almost Cockney sound. Yeah, yeah my, my yeah. dad was a Cockney. My okay. dad was a Cockney. Yeah, yeah that but you don't have that in your voice. No, you don't. No, no. no. And I, and and I never had it, and it's really weird. Um, it's not, it's not contrived. I don't put it on. I've no. just always spoken like this from a young kid. Right. Through now, the Cockney know? accent that wasn't that what Doolittle did in My Fair Lady? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they do it. They do like it. That. They do it pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I can revert back. It's, my wife says when I speak to my family on the phone, I start reverting back. Oh, okay, that their, makes sense. And they're not pure Cockneys either, but I, I start talking a bit like that. Yeah. And you always end up a sentence with a question, don't you? Right. It's right. Like that. <laughs> I went out, didn't I? Kind of thing. You know? <laughs> well, you know, Cockney, the dialect Cockney is very hard to understand for most people. Oh, yeah. It's but, really but, difficult. And they talk but, so fast. Yeah. But for me, too. It's like, it's also like Glasgow accent. Glasgow oh, yeah. Accent. Yeah, it's right. so difficult. Yeah, because but, they do it like that, and they talk like so fast, and you can you understand what they're saying, like you know. <laughs> I know like the a, first time I was in England, I had to say stop and do it again real slow so I understand what you said. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. The pace of the language. Those, you need one of those app translators, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dial in Cockney, okay, and then just figure it out then from there. Yeah, so Funny. anyway, we're very blessed to have you on today. Thank you. I yeah. enjoyed being on. Oh, good. I'm so glad. It's too bad we're not doing it in studio, but these I are the know. signs of these times right now, so we just have yeah. to do what yeah. we can. So, yeah. anyway. We don't have to face our demons right now, don't no. we? No, yeah. no. Yeah. I'm a lifelong hater of telephone. As a kid, I didn't like answering the phone. I still don't. Yeah. And I very rarely use my phone. So the idea of doing a phone interview is kind of the first time I've done it. Uh, this is it's the first time you've done freaky. a phone interview? It's the first time I've done a phone interview like this live on the radio, yeah. Wow. We are I've done a recorded first. interview and things like that that's edited later, but... Wow. Yeah, this is the first one. Well, so. watch out what you say, okay? I'll be very is, careful. This is live. This is really I'll, live. I'll try not to lapse into my Cockney dubious <laughs> term. Yeah, we'll just ask you to repeat it anyway. Don't worry about it. So, anyway. So, anyway, um, 
I kind of want to ask you what's new, but there's something uh, I've kind of been focusing on, and it's your latest uh, project that you've been doing for a while. It's 2D animation. And, uh, you know, I figured, well, okay, what is that exactly? So I'm going to ask you to explain that to us and the listeners and myself and Doug. Yeah, well, 2D, and everyone talks about 2D and 3D animation. Right. So simply explain, 3D animation is done on a computer. They use a three-dimensional, it's it's pretty much everything you see, Pixar movies, DreamWorks movies, all the other ones. They're all done in the computer. It's like, it's almost like puppetry. You pull the puppets around in the computer and they end up rendered as animation. 2D animation is traditional hand-drawn. Okay. And and that's what I love to do. Wow. So and I've always done it. So it's the hard it's the hard version because you have to draw every single thing that you see on a screen. Right. Um and nowadays that too is done on a computer but it's done using um I prefer pencil and paper because I like the tactile feeling of pencil and paper. Right. But then once I've done my drawings on paper, I'll scan them and then scan them, and them then, into a computer and then and run finish it through. It. Okay. But a lot of people use tab- drawing tablets or thing called a Cintiq, which is like drawing on a screen. Right. And they draw straight into the computer without using pencil and paper. But it's hand-drawn animation. Okay. It, it's what made Disney great, and so many people have moved into new directions than Disney. Right. But Disney is still in the golden era up to the 60s. That was, that was the mecca of animation. It still is in my mind. Okay. It still is. They yeah. were genius. Well, genius people. I think the audience needs to know that you have drawn out characters mm-hmm. as far as uh, whatever you want to look at, as far as Venus going through Gemini and what that character <laughs> oh, looks right. like. Oh, yeah. And so you've done this with each constellation, and this is what makes the way that you have set up your program for teaching people so amazing. And then you take that same thing and you put it into this animation to tell their story. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I basically do animated charts for people in a way. Right. It's about six-minute film, and it's personalized to them. Yeah. yeah, And it's all animated. So I animate the characters, the planets, and, and then give explanations of what they mean in those particular signs. So I, yeah, in their charts, yeah. I think it helps them as far as waking up and realizing who they are. Right. You know. Yeah, I, it's, sorry, Eileen, go on. Oh, and what I was going to say is that when I first saw you do this, you know, with the Astro Tunes, uh, I thought, oh my God, I you know I have a Leo rising, okay, and so I have an inner inner child that's fairly well developed, <laughs> and when I saw that, I just got gleeful when I saw it, you know, and I think that's probably one of the reasons you may have done it because children learn better, and I say we're assuming we're all children and we are at heart, you know, we are going to learn quicker when we have things visually. Oh yeah, well. Yeah. well, well the- we see, sorry, Doug, go on. We see pictures. We don't see words. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yes. I was, I was just going to say, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Yes. That's well, right. imagine yeah. how many words an animated picture is worth because uh, it comes alive. Billions know? and billions. No, yeah. I think what you're doing is very, very interesting. Yeah. Fascinating in a lot of ways. And I think you're going to captivate an awful lot of people as far as well, your I presentation. Mean, just for the very fact that, you know, astrology is a kind of a, a rogue sort of 
um, approach to learning. There's and a lot to learn. There's a, a heck of a lot to learn. And when you do the the signs and the planets and all that, and they're little and they're little signs, and they're so cute. You know, Neptune <laughs> looks so cute. So you know, I, mean, I can't believe I'm saying that about the planets. When you see the characters he's drawn, yeah, it's very entertaining. It is, and it captivates your mind big time. It, it sort of reminds me of seeing pet pictures. You know, the ones that you really love, like when I see a Boston Terrier picture, I just go back into my inner child real quick and I start to get all goofy and I start talking like them, you know. And so it's sort of like the same thing. It, it, it hits a part of us that takes us back to when we were a joyful child. Did you, know? you mean when Eileen speaks, you hear a bark? <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand what she's saying. Yeah. I felt very much the same way when I first saw your cards. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's got a collection of cards on everything. Yes. And it's an amazing thing to go through. And yep. anyone that hasn't seen it, I encourage you to find him when he's at a show. Right. Yeah. And pick up one when of those, we have shows. Yeah, when we have them again. Pick up the set of cards and the book. I, yep. I, anyone that has an interest in learning astrology... Yeah, it's a great ticket of a way to learn. It's a great way to learn, exactly. So you actually in the astro deck, is that what you call it? I can't remember. I call it the oracle card. Oracle card. Oracle card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a very thick deck. It's very hard to pick up and shuffle them. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, mm-hmm. but that's okay because each card is has a particular sign and a planet on it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's the ten planets in the twelve signs. So there are hundred. Hundred twenty cards. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. But not good for shuffling, but. No. They actually are amazing. Yeah, they are. And great for learning. Really great for learning. And I mean, well, the, you know, the really amazing thing for me was, because I sat down, being the Virgo, I was sitting down thinking, how can I help people understand astrology better? And I thought, came to the what we just discussed. It, right. The picture is more valuable than oh, the yeah. word. Yes. And, right. and right. so why don't I draw up all these cards and I can use them as flashcards for teaching astrology Right. and get the students to take one planet and one sign, <laughs> right. take exactly. the card with them for a day, walk around, and in their world, they'll see the principles of that card coming okay. alive in their life. Right, And exactly. then do a different card every day. Well, I finished them and we did a demo pack and my wife said, uh, you know you can do readings with these cards. Yes, said, you what? can. And, and mm-hmm. I said, no, they're teaching. No, you can do readings. And she sat down and did a reading, and it blew my mind. Yeah, right. And it blows my mind every time. What we do now, just for fun, a, a show or something, somebody will walk up. I've never seen them before. Uh-huh. I'll say, pick a card, pick a card, and see what your energy of the right, vibe at the exactly. moment is. Okay, uh, we have to. Oops, hold, sorry, gotta okay. interrupt you there. We gotta take a break. <laughs> I know it's so exciting. Anyway, uh, we gotta take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna be back with Mr. Tony White. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is a live read for Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. 
His writings emphasize that each and every one of us is blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind hand and that we will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. And right now, another one of his books is really gaining ground, and it's called The Groundskeeper and Other Short Stories. It's been receiving a lot of attention lately and can be found on Amazon and his website. Feel free to look at Matt's website where all the books are available. Matt would love to hear from you and promises to answer any or all that contact him. You can also write to him at his personal email address at workinmatt7, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7 at AOL.com. Or you can write him at 206-9, no, not write him, you can call him at 206 215-1881 and contact him at his website at www.mattshaybooks.com On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Deborah Wilson from Boulder, Colorado for a full weekend of Angels and Prosperity. Drop in for a high-octane discussion. And on Saturday, the metaphysical talk continues with Deborah, our holiday gift to you. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on AM 1150. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio with my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's delightful to be here. A second time today. And we have our guest, Mr. Tony White, animator. And fantastic. Oops, is my sound gone out? Uh, can't hear anything through my mic. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, it's there. Tony White. Hmm? I can hear you with no problem. Well, that's fine. I just can't hear yeah, anything I can through hear my you mic. Too. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway, um, yes, Tony, you're back. Yeah, I'm still talking. I never stop talking. I'm a mercury <laughs> I can't hear him. I can't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Technical difficulties. I'm just warning you, Sag Rising. Once I start, I never stop. (laughs) Thank you very much, Nathan. I appreciate it. All right, let me get these on, and we'll get started again. Okay, are you there? Yes. Hi. (laughs) That was weird. Okay, no one home. No one in the room. Anyway. So, Tony, we were talking about your Oracle cards, which were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And and it just amazes. So, yeah, we... We say to a new person coming up to the, the booth, you know, take a card. Um, and I always explain to them, this is not real astrology, but I, I just find it's really interesting how these cards work. Right, because right. They'll pick a card, one out of 120 cards. And I would say 80% of the time, the mm-hmm. quick reading I give to that card, whatever that planet in sign is, they actually understand it. And yes. it just blows my mind. Yeah. And, and then... And then I have the other 20% who say, well, I'm not sure what you're talking about. So, well, just bear it in mind. It's not lifetime. This is just yeah. the next 24 hours or so, but you never yeah. know. And yeah. then um, they'll come back a month later when I'm back in the same location. And they'll say, you know that card? I couldn't understand it at the time. Guess what happened the next day? And it, just, <laughs> it, it was amazing. Right. <laughs> it blows my mind because I did these as educational aids. Really. Yeah. And, and so how wonderful is the universe? You know. Right, exactly. Well, Pick uh, three cards from now on instead of one and see if you don't get a better impact. 
Yeah, three cards. Oh, that's interesting. Because if they're picking three cards, there's more of a chance that you're going to see a square, a trine, or something go on yeah. there. Or something similar. Yeah. That, interesting. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I hadn't even thought that level of it. That's right. interesting. Yeah, thanks, so. Oh, you know, I, I, when I first got your cards, I was playing with them, and I thought, well, okay, I'll try one of the layouts that he suggests to see what it comes up for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I laid it out, and it was mostly Saturn cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really? Went, I said, well, there's a theme here, you know, and uh-huh. it's telling me that I have to slow down and, and look where I'm going and that kind of thing and maybe being a little more cautious, Go which was them. true. Mm-hmm. And go within. Go within. That's right. You know, look a little bit more introspective about and tell yourself the truth. You know, and so yeah, it was like five or six Saturn cards out of like ten. I thought, well, that's an interesting theme. So it's interesting <laughs> if you find the commonalities when you're doing a, a reading. You can definitely say right. there's a theme going on here. So and, and I also recommend doing the Mandela spread, which is basically you pick out your ten birth planets. Uh-huh. And use it as a meditational icon. Okay. Um, and just look at them and just, because the pictures will tell you things, you'll interpret the pictures mm-hmm. in different ways and they'll un- open up layers of yourself that you wouldn't have seen. And it's, you know, it's not masses of text or anything that you have to plow through. Right. Just let the pictures tell you things. They will right. tell you their own stories. You they know? will. They will, they absolutely will. Mm-hmm. And as I recall, like three or four days later, I did another run, and they were all Jupiter cards. <laughs> <laughs> so I must have learned my Saturn lessons or something, but, you know, kind of the opposite of it. But Or moon changed, which yeah. hit everything in your planets differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your feeling about it would change anyway. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> it's my always amazing with what's going on and how it triggers things within us. Oh, it us. does, it is, yeah. Because the fact is that you designed it to be like like a tarot deck, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the amount of cards and running out a, a spread, you mm-hmm. know, why couldn't you read that as a, you know, a reading for somebody? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you know? well, I, I, I think, in, go on. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, I, th- I think that anyone who does read, anyone who's sensitive enough and intuitive enough to do readings mm-hmm. can really use anything to do readings. You yes. Know? The That's... old days of the tea leaf reader. Yeah. You know, it works for some people. And in fact, I'd never come across a tea leaf reader in my whole life well, well, until that... about six months ago. And I oh. met someone at a fair mm-hmm. and she read tea leaves. And I was so amazed and fascinated by it. Yeah, right. Yeah. You should have told me. I could have read your tea leaves for you. Oh, okay. I love well, doing that. <laughs> Even coffee stains. Coffee, yeah. coffee <laughs> stains in a cup can tell you lots. Coffee yeah, stains I'm on sure. your pants, too, right? <laughs> 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 the universe is always talking. Yeah, we just have to pay attention. Amazing. It's got we have universal patterns everywhere. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So just open our eyes and ears and we'll that's hear right. it. Yeah, we'll hear. Yeah. I mean this you know, we're basically talking about listening to another voice, you know, in our head mm-hmm. or wherever mm-hmm. it is, because we'll see the input from our external world come in and go out, come in and go out, and then <clears> you know, and but if you stop and you look at why you, that stuff has come in and gone out, and you find a commonality between mm-hmm. between all that. That means something's going on that you have to pay mm-hmm. attention to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, it's you open the other part of your lobe of your brain and go, okay, what is this? And then you and, look and you, and, and you can see, just going back to animation for a minute. You can just yes. see it in old icons. Jiminy Cricket was that small still voice. Yes, Pinocchio. Yeah, you know there was a deep truth in that story. Yeah, mm-hmm. whether you like the movie and whether it's old-fashioned now or whatever, yeah. 
there is a deep truth about that small voice inside. Yes, yeah, and um, it's iconic, actually. Well, I personally think anyone that wants to learn astrology or has a real interest in it, if they pick up your cards, they're going to have a better insight on a long, long trip of learning. That's right. It's going to shorten their trip considerably. I, I I think it's potential for certain people. You know, I think, you know, water signs may be, Earth signs might find it better. Mm-hmm. Oh, I maybe, think maybe the air signs want to read and read and read and read. They read know. the they'll read the book that comes with it. Yeah, but yeah. but but I agree with you. I think it. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. It anyway. Right. And and I wrote a. The the funny thing was when I first created a demo pack, I had all the tarot readers come up to me and said, "Where do you get your cards? I want cards." I said, "Well, I actually created them, but I only produced one demo pack." Right, and I said, "Oh, you should produce them. We'll buy them." And yeah, have a long story short, I did that, and then they and they all did buy them, and then they came back and said, "Well, we don't really understand astrology. We kind of get it, but have you got more info?" So I ended up writing a book on the cards as well. So the cards and the book go together. Yeah, one thing and, comes from another. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it kind of opens up, but it just amazed me. How... And for the people that want to get this, what do you? What is the charge on the cards in the book? Um, well, at the fairs. I, you can go, to my, my website is www.sartoons.com with a Z. But if you see me at the fairs when I hope they'll come back soon, um, um, I do discount prices. So the, the, the deck of cards is 45 the book is nineteen ninety five. but I bundle the two together. If you want both, I, right. I sell them for 55 That's good. Yeah. Uh, and the by fair, the way, the presentation the of these things are just gorgeous. They're so well done, and they're so colorful. And they make you giggle at oh, the same time that you're going through them. I know. Because they speak it. to you. I know. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, some of them are so funny, you know. And I just, and then, you know, from there, you basically went in and I did this program called Star You, mm-hmm. you know. And tell us about that, because that's, well, how is that, that, that going, by the that, way? That brought, yeah, it's going well. It's it, Everything's gone really in different directions right now for all of us, hasn't yeah. it? You know, but um, yeah, it's gone very well. Normally, what I do is I, if I do a reading, uh, a, a one-on-one reading with somebody face to face, I usually throw in as a complimentary thing their six-minute video, and I'll send it to them by email. Okay. But I also do sell them online as well. But basically, yeah, I combine my lifetime of animation and my lifetime of studying astrology and brought them together and as i said earlier it's kind of an animated horoscope i i don't like i don't like giving just the, the film i like the interaction with a person to get deeper into their chart right but it really covers all the bases of all the 10 planets in the 12 signs in their chart right. So, and, right. and it's entirely personal to them so Very if you personal. get one of my videos it's tailored for you. There, there's no two ever going to be the same. No. Unless you're one of twins, of course, then it will be. <laughs> and but it doesn't, at the moment, do the rising sign or the houses, but I'm working on that right now. Oh, good. Okay. So it'll end up something like a 20-minute <laughs> And wow. all of these characters sound like you when they talk. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> that. Well, you do have a Amazing. nice voice. <laughs> Yes. Very strange. <laughs> the accent works for you. I think it's yes, just. A, it's, uh, I think it's so adorable. I love these characters. I do too. And I do Thank think you. it's a great way for people to learn. It is. Yeah. yeah. It, it, when you think about 
sitting down. I think one of the things when I first started doing astrology 30 years ago, um, I thought it was just going to be easy peasy, right? Because, <clears> you know, one of my friend read me, just boom, popped it out. And I said, okay, what are you reading? I'm reading that thing with the funny symbols on it and it's in a circle. You know, what is that? <laughs> I said, but I could learn that. I could learn it, you know. And I said, well, where do you learn it? Do you learn it in a book? Maybe if I could get a book, I could learn it. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, there's one book, you know, that I can think of. But, you know, I remember looking into the first book of astrology and I just, my eyes crossed, you know, because it was mm-hmm. incredibly mathematic and it's pretty complex. But um, I think... And somewhat boring to start with. Most yeah, it of those is. Books are. It is, you know. I think... When you're learning astrology or when I'm teaching astrology, I try to make sure that I, you know, teach astrology through their eyes so they can mm-hmm. see their own chart. Because mm-hmm. that's what really interests people is learning about themselves. Yep. Yeah. And so that's the real key to it. But it's like, you know, um, I thought I could learn it with one book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, there's millions mm-hmm. and millions. Oh, we so. never stop learning. No, sure. no, no, you never but, do. But with my Saggy Rising thing, Sagittarius Rising. Yeah, I, I I believe that you can teach people with a smile on their face, you know, and and make it fun as well. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be heavy and yeah, right. Some of the books are necessarily that way. Right. You, once you get into astrology, they they get really interesting. But yes, for a beginner, and and that's what I did. Um, I did my Secret Life of Stars book, which is an introduction to astrology, really simple, using my characters mm-hmm. that are in the cards and everything, and. Uh, I found that very valuable because right. I was getting at the fairs. People say, oh, I always try to study astrology. A bit like you're saying, Eileen. But when I look at the book, it's so complicated. Isn't it? Right. And I said, it doesn't need to be. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it so simple. I boiled, boiled it down to those fun characters you're talking about yeah. and then built simple explanations around it. So, um, I think yeah. I think what you did, and I think this is really important because when astrologers read charts, they don't read... You know, the sides of the hemispheres of the brain are really important here. Mm-hmm. The left versus the right side of the brain. The left side of the brain is all analytical. And, I mean, you could use that to read and learn all the little details. But if you don't have the right side of the brain, you can't put it together. You mm-hmm. can't link it up and, and figure out what the big picture is. Mm-hmm. So when you have, uh, you're basically doing both. You're, you have the, the analytical stuff, the, the facts or the grunt work, which is all the writing out of the signs. But then you, mm-hmm. you add the symbols, and it's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is fun. You know? It's, it's <laughs> going to touch people. If, if it, you know, astrology is only valuable if it touches them, because if it doesn't touch them, it's just an intellectual plaything. And yeah. they'll say, oh, that was interesting, walk away and forget everything. Yeah, right, they'll kind of go, well, but that if was... it suddenly touches them on a deep gut level, yeah, right. Or on a humor level or at some level, it's going to go with them. And right. then they'll it'll open their mind to what it's really all about. Yeah, you know? exactly. A picture says a thousand words. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And that's <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah, you know. And I must have drawn thousands and thousands and thousands of them in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pictures are kind of, kind of important to me. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Okay, we got to take another break right here. And when we get back, we're going to be talking to Tony some more about all this good stuff. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom from the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. 
That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that will take care of the 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. With her, the process is really, really easy, and in the end, she's going to save you money. So Susan has some workshops. She's going to be setting them up here soon, you know, and she's going to probably do them via uh, Zoom or Skype. So when she does, I will let you know when they are. And so um, they have had to be postponed, obviously, because of the coronavirus. And she will let you know and will let me know when she has them rescheduled. So if you want more information, you can call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and we have Doug Johnston as my co-host. And we have Mr. Tony White as our guest today. Mr. Tony. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, he's still there. Thank goodness. I was yeah, wondering. I'm still awake. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, I, I'm just realizing how important it is, you know, what the work you're doing, because... It seems as though, like we were just talking about, uh, when you get into astrology classes, it's pretty dry material. You know, I think the first several weeks you learn, you're learning about the planets and the signs and the houses, and you're learning how that, well, what does that apply to me? You know, so people are learning about themselves deeply and intimately, but then as you get into it more, it gets very complex. So um, I think what you're doing is you're, I, you know, almost like you could take your, your information and write stuff more complex for it, you know, the and draw a character like Saturn in Cancer and, and do it in angst. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it, it would be something like that because I think what we're really, especially right now in time, we're really delving deeply into our psyches. We're alone a lot. We have mm-hmm. to look at ourselves. We don't really have that much to face unless we're looking at the TV. And but, you've got a lot of time right now. So anyone that wants to learn it should be contacting Tony today. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I was leading to that. Thank you very much, Doug. <laughs> well, because his character drawing yes. are very true to character. I mean, yes, that's right. you look at him and you know exactly what he's saying. Yeah, you do. And it's instantaneous. It's not just like after a while. Yes. Yeah, it's an instant recognition. So, And, and that's why the, the original idea is that you take, uh, let's, let's say, your sun cancer. You know, take the sun cancer card, mm-hmm. read about it, and but just carry it with you for the day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you'll see it will trigger off something. So you're learning organically. You're not learning words that you have to remember. Right. You're feeling things. You're seeing things, feeling things. They meet. And then the next day, take, you know, Sun Leo and then Sun Virgo and go through all the sun signs and then right. do the moon signs and, 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 you know, recognize emotion. Right. And then the Mercury recognize the way people communicate. It, right. it really does unfold that way. And, uh, you know, uh, at least I hope it does. That's the whole point of it. Oh, for sure. I think your cards are delightful. The first time I played with them, I was so amazed how you captured these characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they really <laughs> That was a lifetime of struggling to learn what this is well, all about. You, <laughs> you had to learn those characters way down deep to mm. really draw them, you know, yeah. because yeah. are all the, the avenues that they express and all the stuff that they do that's not so great, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of integrate all that into a symbol, you it, know. It, 
It probably also helps that in my animation career, I've done about 200 TV commercials. So communication wow. of ideas and concepts is, has always been important. So That's right. Um, I, it was really just merging it from a what I now consider a negative purpose, advertising. Right. Not always, but a lot of the time it's negative, to right. something positive, something that's life-enhancing in, in, and nourishing and things right. like that. But using the same techniques of communication, so you know that's that's how I that that's where I that was the intent I went in with when I did them. Right, and I think it really does afford us a chance to. Um, there's several layers that are going on at the same time when we're mm-hmm. learning this stuff. That number one for you, I mean, with the symbols, with the sim- planetary symbols, it's it's actually having us step into our inner child for a while, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and really experience it from a cartoon point of view. When we were back in fifth grade and all we knew was cartoons, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and how much joy it gave us to do that and the playful mm-hmm. and, you know, and you could even act those out if you wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's... It's another thing called astrodrama that's out there too, yeah. you know. Where you, you well, I think out. a lot of people do act those things yeah. out in real life. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. it, some of them think you're doing your Virgo again. Some of them think they're funny, and <laughs> yeah. some of them we find extremely annoying. Yes, quite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny with my on my animation side. I do animation classes, doing more online at the moment. Right. And I'm actually teaching people. It's a bit like the cards teaching astrology. I actually teach my classes for beginners are actually how to make flip books. Remember flip books you used to draw yes. right, at right. the edge of your your board in class, and you draw little stick figures moving and flip the pages. Yeah. Well, now I'm doing that as a part of a serious learning process. It, it's fun to do those things. Yeah. But I'm actually teaching principles of movement and things like that at the same time. And they don't need equipment. They don't need anything except pay, pencils, paper, and right. you know, an eraser sometimes. Yeah, right, an eraser. But right. going back to that, <laughs> and, and it's that child. Well, if you miss us, this one. It's the child in the soul that really learns these things, right. not not the grown adult. No, Ho- yes, hopefully we yes. never grow up. Hopefully yeah. we'll never grow up. Oh, well, yeah. we'll be Peter Pan. Leo Rising, they never grow up. No, we don't. We yeah. always want to play with the kids. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's <laughs> the thing that I noticed first, because I have a South Node in Leo, so I play mm. around a lot. Mm. Well, I don't take that wrong, but yeah. you already went there. I'm sorry, but you <laughs> did. Anyway, uh, but I'm always looking at the playful side of things, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm what it takes to stay in that place when I'm looking at something. And I notice, of course, I learn quicker if I'm learning through that mode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, way, way Cause, later. Because anything that touches us goes deeper than just intellectual understanding. Right, exactly. You know, it does. It it's does. the meaning behind the words, not the words themselves. And that's right. So many people get hooked up on the words, yes. you know, and that's what's wrong, you know, getting on to another tangent here, but that's what's wrong with education. It's about cramming kids with information right. that they have to, have to replicate in an exam. Yes. And it's entirely wrong. Right. Entirely that's why the STEM system is so bad in education, right. in my opinion. Right. We need to add art because yes. it's that brain and coordination and feeling right. oh, on yeah. any level, whatever you're learning. You know. Right, exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I remember being in school, and I was basically a music student all through high school and college, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, without that, oh, I don't think I would have made it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, and there are so many people 
a few years ago, I was teaching a thing called Skill Center, which is it, it works across the country, but in Seattle, I work for the Seattle School District indirectly. Uh, right. And I was teaching animation to high school kids. Okay. Uh, for high school credit, so mm-hmm. when they graduate from high school, they could include that class. Oh, that's right. And it was amazing to me and apparent to me how many were falling through the cracks of the system. Yes. Because they weren't intellectually capable. Right. But they were artistically incredibly gifted. Right. And intuitively and imaginatively really talented, yep. but there wasn't a place for them in the system. Right. So they were considered, oh, they're the ones who can't really pass right. exams. Exactly. And right. it's sad. It is really sad. sad. It really yeah. is. Well, Tony, this has been fun today. A lot of fun. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll have you on again really soon. I know you're always changing what you're doing, so I always like to have you on to let us know what you're up to. Oh, yeah. You don't even know what I'm doing right now. Uh, I know. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that next time. All right. Okay. It's a date. Okay, Tony. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay. And now we have our, our events such as they are. Okay, and the... That have been canceled? Yeah, not much. Yeah, the Emerald Spiral was obviously last week, and it didn't happen, so that's okay. And the After Dark readings, which happened at the Pizza Casa and at Burr's Restaurant, are not in existence right now because they're restaurants and they're closed. So we'll just kind of, you know, deal with it as we go. So, and then also, but we still have the horoscopes on the website, KKNW's website. I do those every week. And they will be up posted on Monday at about noon. And um, you'll get to see what the heck you're doing inside. Uh, it's interesting. The process of writing the scopes has changed for me dramatically. And um, I'm getting deeper with it. Well, that's good. It is. It's really because cool. Because if you, if you don't take it to that space, you get real bored with it yeah, after a like, while. Yeah, it's like, well, your relationships are going to do this. Because I've done this for magazines. And yeah. after writing it over and over yeah. and over... Like it gets same boring every unless week. you take it into a deep state. Yeah, I do. And I go deeper every week. I try Good. to find out what the deep meanings of everything. And that actually changes. Matter of fact, last week when I was writing it, I started writing kind of on the surface. I said, oh, come on, just get out of here. You know, you're here every week. Where do you want to go with this? So I stepped down a layer and I came up with some pretty wild stuff. Nice. So, yeah, it was really, really awesome. So I really have to thank KKNW for me allowing me to have that opportunity to awakening that. awakening yes. <laughs> thank you very much okay and how do we get a hold of you doug uh the best way is 206-769-4924 text or call i'm doing a lot of readings by phone right now of course you can understand oh sure yeah yeah uh, just another one that came in from portland the other day but uh-huh. this is definitely the best way to get a hold of me yeah right of course and I'm EileenGrimes.com at JupiterRisingShow.com. I'll give out my phone number, too, because I'm doing readings, too. I just haven't done that much on the phone. My number is 206-816-0546. And if you want to reach me for a reading, you can do that anytime. We're not really in competition. He, he does really deep psychic stuff, and I do astrology stuff, so it's pretty cool. And then Tony's website is StarTunes.com, S-T-A-R-T-O-O-N-Z, Dot com or TonyWhiteAnimation.com, all one word. And anyone that wants to learn astrology should definitely get his book and his cards. Yeah, really. I mean, that's a good place to just start. I think it's a marvelous yeah, place. Yeah, it really is. One fabulous. of the best teaching tools I've seen. He's really fabulous. Anyway, so how much time we got? 
We're One minute. Right oh, okay, got to make it up. Okay, next week is Jackie Slevin. We love her. And the following week is Virginia Bell. And that is it for us this week. We had quite a show today. And we're going to see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.